Keen here. Just a quick note before we start the episode. Santa brought me a new microphone that unfortunately I didn't configure it correctly for this episode. So my audio is a bit tinny. Everyone else's is fine. It's not the standard that I usually try to uphold for the episodes. But alas, it's the best I have. Audio files, my apologies. I'll be back next week. But for now, let's get on with the show. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Are you ready to slay? It's hunting season. I'm James. And my name is Keen, and I felt this episode in my Shonda Rhimes. Welcome <laughs> to Sissy That Pod. We're back for season 14. For people who've listened to our Meet the Queens episode, um, pretty much all our favourites are in this first episode, which got to the point that I was like, oh shit, who's going to go home? Where the fuck is Lady Camden? Where is, Je- you know, where is Jasmine Kennedy? Where's Georges? So, um, yeah. And I was I- like... Buy Orion story. I got <laughs> yeah, you pegged. Orion story <laughs> has now hit my Hall of Fame along with Joe Black and Kimora Hall of being like people who I think would be top four who get sent home straight away. I, we, we, we get into the details of the episode, obviously, with the wonderful girls from Celebrity Memoir Book Club. But one thing we did forget to address, well, we addressed it but forgot to come back to it, was RuPaul's performance of Catwalk on the runway of RuPaul. I mean, look, if that if this if that was Rue presenting that at the talent show on Drag Race, Rue would be like getting the Go, boost. Gone home, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have a new album out called Mama Rue, which we'll probably be reviewing over in the workroom at some point. Um I've listened to a bit. I, I give it I, I'm giving it an, another listen. I'm giving I'm giving it I'm giving it a, currently a small toot. We'll see okay. how allowed that toot gets. Okay, no problem. Well, as you said there, we've got the girls from Celebrity Memoir Book Club, which is a podcast I love. They do really great deep dives into celebrity memoirs, as the title might say. And they're just really quick-witted and fun. And it was kind of novel for the show that they hadn't watched Drag Race before. So, we, well, Claire hadn't. Ashley had only seen a few episodes. So it's kind of fresh eyes on the whole thing. So yeah, exactly. really fun episode. Let's welcome Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Claire Parker, Ashley Hamilton from Celebrity Memory Book Club. Thank you so much for joining us for the premiere of Drag Race Season 14. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for having <laughs> us. <laughs> um, so we've kind of done something kind of different in which you two are relatively new to Drag Race. Ashley, you've seen a few episodes. Claire, you are fresh eyes to this. So let's start with you. How did you take in Episode 1? What, what were your initial thoughts? I was, like, excited by it. I... They are, like, very funny and, like, mean to each other, Mm -hmm. which I'm not necessarily used to. I come from a real Real Housewives reality Mm -hmm. background, I'd say. And I think it's been a while since I was in, like, a competitive reality TV realm. So I, like, had forgotten that they're just, like, will criticize each other to each other's faces, (laughs) which was refreshing. (laughs) And honestly, I appreciate. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, it's so fun. It's, like, so visually compelling. It's And they're all performers by nature. So I like, it is like such a great hour yeah. of television. Yeah. And also I find different to like contestants on other reality TV shows. I think you find like, these are people who are really sure of themselves as performers. So they're mm-hmm. all walking into space, kind of more or less knowing what they're doing. So you don't get that kind of America's Next Top Model project runway vibe where kind of people are like, obviously terrified and being kind of yeah. manipulated a bit. It's like, this is like full, this is a circus and we're all going to us. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, we're laughing at the dud. It's not like yeah. American Idol trial rounds where somebody yes. is just delusional. You're like, okay, these are people who shine and they're like great at what they do. And here we are watching just like talented people compete. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, actually, I will take back the word talented, but I will say they're all incredible. They are great designers. They, I mean, <laughs> they were good yeah. at what they do. Because yeah. I was going to say there was a bit of a dud edit with poor Willow Pale who couldn't keep her sunglasses on at some at different parts of the episode. It was like, oh, you know, here's a silly girl who can't put her glasses on. I do, I've, I'm like, I, do you know, D- Donald Trump and his three-dimensional chest. That's what I'm Willow Pill yeah. and it's like three-dimensional chest. I'm like, that was all planned. That was all planned. She so was doing that. We're being Willow Pilled by yeah. being told that Willow Pill is the underdog. And I actually almost think that the sunglasses was part of the character. I thought that that was like a joke 
above that she's playing this like mm-hmm, ditzy mm-hmm. idiot like oh no my sunglasses like every time I looked down my sunglasses I thought that was part of the character and it I gave her a lot too, of completely completely yeah. I thought that as well <laughs> I will say the way that they were all like so blatantly undressed I think it was like part of the narrative that they were like editing in but the way that everyone was so underestimating Willow Pill and just like letting Orion slide yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is, you guys are going to regret that, I think. Because <laughs> <laughs> actually, you've seen a few episodes before, like, can you remember the seasons and stuff? What drew you towards it? I have only ever watched it when I've been invited to, like, a drag race viewing night, mm-hmm. which is always really fun. And then it always happens to be, like, late in the season. Like, the, I watched the season finale of last season because yeah. someone was just like, oh, do you want to come clear that bar by your house? Tailgate has, like, drag race viewing party they have drag like this. Race thir- on Thursdays they have c- former contestants and I've actually gone to that so I've seen them live but oh. um, when they do when they show drag race there's like drag queens who are like announcing and like riffing during the commercial breaks and then they like do a drag show afterwards and it's like a whole night and so then I was like why don't I come to this more often but then it was like the finale so then I was like well like that's I'm not going to come next week I guess but <laughs> I will say the trick with that is I'm always like it's like there's no you don't have to pay to enter. So I'm always like, oh, yeah. it's like a fun free, like, look at us. We live in New York City and we have like the best drag queens in the world. And then like I, the one time I went, I had like no singles. And I was like, well, I just lost $1,000. <laughs> <was Yeah>. like, <laughs> that was not a free night of entertainment. Like that was the most expensive. I went to a Broadway show in a dirt patch. It's just outdoor seating. <laughs> Um, so, entering their workroom uh, in this episode because it's a split premiere was Alyssa Hunter, Bosco, Cornbread, Willow, Kerry Colby, June Jambalaya, and Orion Story. Claire, who stood out to you straight out the gate as someone who you were impressed by? I mean, of course, Cornbread. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. the yeah. common. She just has such star power, and she, as a comedian, I feel like being funny goes a long way with me. Like I recognized that there was maybe stronger, like costumes and like makeup and looks but I just feel like in terms of a cohesive brand and like somebody you can't stop watching and she genuinely made me laugh like non-stop and I know they all had their little shticks but mm. hers was like actually made me laugh out loud and I never laugh out loud at anything and I yeah. was like well she is the person that you want to watch she's like a star I felt and then also Willow Pill I yeah. was intrigued by it. I felt frustrated by how mean they were to her when they were like, you look like a baby. I'm like, she just doesn't have eyebrows. If you put eyebrows <laughs> on her, yeah, I don't know. She looks like a 26-year-old. And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, now that we know about the chronic illness, like, I don't know, she's just been through shit. So she's yeah. tiny. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of mean to be like, you're a baby because your kidneys <laughs> don't work. So you don't have enough nutrients. You're a baby. You'd be breastfed. <laughs> like, yeah, she, there's a reason. She's small. And she's, I think she took it. I like, Love that she was so different. And they were so mean about the flip-flops, but actually flip-flops, I think are harder to wear than heels because there's nothing holding them together. Hey, so, you're saying, yeah. She should have said, I'm not young. I'm just malnutritioned. <laughs> yeah, she like, I'm sick. Like Tiny Tim. I don't know. Maybe that's too funny. But like, you know, like, there is a reason she's so petite and she doesn't look that. She looks 26. She I just love, doesn't have yeah. eyebrows. I love that. She just that. doesn't have eyebrows. A Christmas Carol 2, Tiny Tim plays the runway. <laughs> Actually, the same was Cornbread, like by far. Yeah, I fucking loved, I loved Cornbread. I loved, um, what's the, um, I liked Alexis Hunter because I feel like, Mm -hmm. um, Alexa Hunter, I feel like she's going to be mean and I'm excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because they all fell over her when she came out of drag as a cute boy and stuff. That was a big narrative that they're pushing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 100% um, Alyssa is the, the trade of the season. The one thing I do have to say is if you're going to walk into the workroom and it's going to be your big shining moment uh, and you're going to have a prop, you need to be able to like use that prop in a way that looks convincing. Like sort of walking in and be like, hey, bow and arrow. Like <laughs> that was not giving me Hunger Games. <laughs> I, oh, I feel like all of her props, she was just like, this like looked cool and I've never picked it up before. I ordered it. It got like to the studio Amazon primed and I had not even touched it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I do think in terms of looks, she gives to me like someone who is sort of like a drag race newbie, like what you imagine in all of its glory. She has the look and the 
like the dresses yeah. and like every look is phenomenal. I do, now that I've watched the season or not the season, the episode, I see how important it is to have a cohesive narrative and like the character building. Yeah. And I like, she, this is gonna be so mean, but she to me is like a cruise ship comedian. She is somebody who is like so talented at what she can do, but there's just not a star there. There's just like no personality. I, yeah. actually, I, I could see like, She'll be one of those workhorse queens that'll be able to be trotted out for like work the world and all those big tours and the Vegas residency, but she won't be breaking through to that like Trixie Mattel, Bianca Del Rio level where it's kind of outside of the drag race world is kind of crossing over where cornbread Cornbread could. is. I mean, yeah. cornbread is I even think just... Willow Pill too, because there's oh, such yeah. a personality there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Where did you uh, actually land on Bosco? Bosco? Is Bosco the one who did the... Um, the, the burlesque, the burlesque number yeah. I thought Bosco was beautiful and I okay I have to say I kept forgetting about Bosco like every time she walked in I'd be like oh my god amazing and then when they would like and then she would come in again and I'd be like have we seen her yet oh yeah okay Bosco. like I just <laughs> I liked her a lot and I think that she's very talented but I truly kept forgetting she existed <laughs> I think Bosco is going to shine now that Orion is gone because I think they were they were both interchangeable. They're like yeah. up style. Yeah, but I did think yeah. Bosco was interesting. I will say some of the like I felt insane comparing my judgments to the like judges' judgments because I get the flirtiness with the pill with the petals. I did not think her burlesque was like smooth and sultry. I found her to be not have like the ability in her body to like choreograph something like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think she had the dancing skill to make it like truly good burlesque. And so I was underwhelmed by that, but I do think her, her look, her Maleficent, like high fashion Maleficent is really fun to watch and look at. Yeah, I, I think that she's got amazing looks. And I think I noticed that as well. There is a like a slight lack of smoothness in the burlesque that kind of made it look a little bit awkward. Um, yeah. And she even, I think she said in like a talking heads, like, oh, I want to sit in that place where it's like just on the fence of awkward, but it feels intentional. I was like, I don't think she quite got there because it's like, it, it didn't it feel sexy, but it also didn't feel like purposefully comic. Um, yeah. So yeah, so it was a bit of a strange one to watch as because you were like a little uncomfortable. I think oh, one her queen- looks are so good. Yeah, her looks are brilliant though. One queen who I think underwhelmed me looks wise very much so, but who I loved in like the talking heads was June Jambalaya. Like- that was that was a, a sad entrance look for RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> I was kind of blown away. I was listen. I kept saying her skill is going to be amazing, her talent's going to be amazing, and I do think that like in a normal performance, she probably is the most talented. I yeah. did think like the mistakes that they picked up on the headband. Where yeah. yeah, did she not do a dress rehearsal? Oh, I was going to say, I feel like June Jambalaya, like I was like rooting for her so fucking hard in this thing off just because I was like, there is more and I want to mm-hmm, see it. Yeah. But I like get why you're like, she was obviously bottom two to me, but I was like, I need you to stay, please. It got very emotional she's, for me. Yeah. She's the opposite of <laughs> Alyssa Hunter, where Alyssa yeah. Hunter, you're like, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm just not that interested when um, June Jambalaya was doing the lip sync to the Lizzo song. Like her face has this ability to emote and you're like, I... Like, you're like, I know you guys probably want it equally, but you want it. And I see it in your face. And like, there's a power and like, you want to watch her. You want her to deliver to what you expect. I hope she does. Completely with with in the like in the lip sync. I know that's far 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 away off now in the conversation, but like her face was selling it so much more. Orion, it felt kind of a bit like this is functional and going through the motions. I'm performing, whereas you kind of got the impression that 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 June Jambalaya kind of felt the stakes involved of like oh no this is my moment to really kind of show them what I can do despite all the like little mistakes I've made throughout the episodes yeah definitely the mini challenge this week was the photo challenge which was new because normally in the last few episodes it was a uh, spring fall runway category um I think they had to make a shorter mini challenge so we would get time for RuPaul to perform their song on the main stage which was a moment Um, (laughs) but before we get to that like was there anything worth noting in the mini challenge that we wanted to talk about I sometimes find those photo challenges are a bit of just like a time filler I okay I feel like this might be controversial and this is where I really felt like I maybe I just don't know drag well I was so underwhelmed by Carrie Okay, yeah. I thought I... her talent sucked. I find her very uninteresting <laughs> to me. 
out of drag, she is an Instagram influencer and in drag, she's an Instagram influencer during their birthday. Like, I don't see the character. I don't see the difference. I've never seen pretty privilege like this. I'm just like, yeah, she's fun to look at because she's beautiful. But like, is that what all this is about? I will say when they were like showing them spinning, I did not. Carrie was a fucking mess. Like, yeah, the costume did not work for the spinning, which like, obviously she couldn't have, you know, predicted. But I also think that like, she just like was all over the place. And when they were showing her spinning, I was like, there's no way this photo is going to be good. And then the photo was good because she just like is beautiful. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I guess that you are like the most photogenic of the bunch, I think. And so your photo was the best. And then again, in like the talent section, I have a question. Do they usually have an audience or is they it always in the past? Yes. Okay. And ordinarily for an event, for a, for a challenge like that, there would be a small audience there to kind of give some feedback to the, and they haven't been able to since COVID obviously, but I do I think thought. that makes a huge difference to yeah, I was, everything. The, just the jump roping and the like jump roping to an empty room. I was like, <laughs> That's my I don't, that's the name of a memoir right there. <laughs> Jump roping to an empty room. Carrie Kilby. I was like, this just isn't doing it for me. Like, I get that maybe. I don't know. I feel like it should have been glow in the dark. She should have double dutch. There should have been something going on. I was like, what is happening? You're she's just jump roping. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't even jump roping well. When she said, <laughs> I, when she said, I haven't touched a jump rope in 10 years. And I was like, well, obviously she practiced for this show. I went, oh my God, maybe she ha- like, <laughs> maybe she didn't. Maybe she <laughs> hasn't touched a jump rope in 10 years. Why would you pick that as your like premiere episode talent? If you don't so know how to do it. And then the it was- judge, I couldn't believe that the judge said it was good. Oh wait, hold on. Sorry. Can I say something back to the Go. challenge? Yeah. Here's what I want to say for my June Jambalaya, who I think actually is being set up for one of the great narrative comebacks of arcs of all time, because you want, yeah. she, I thought for having the worst outfit I'd ever seen in an entrance for making one of the most underwhelming first impressions, first yeah. impressions, she gave face and I've never used that phrase it feels very unnatural coming around (laughs) I was like I see she is somebody that you want to look at there's something about the way she can like connect with you through her expressions that makes her a star like a like a star on the screen yeah and Carrie's just pretty and I when I saw that I went oh okay I see what June has to offer and it made me excited for the rest of the episode Carrie is pretty she's very pretty she reminds me very much of, like, it looks wise. Um, she she just really looks like Katie Price to me, um, who is I don't know if, if Katie Price has made it across the <laughs> the Atlantic, but she has that kind of like tabloid kind of page three model kind of look about her. Absolutely stunningly yeah. beautiful. Um, but I kept on expecting her to kind of go, Price doesn't like. It. See, I got more of like a drag <laughs> version of like Tia and Tamara. <laughs> sister, but like she's sister. just beautiful and she's not yeah she's beautiful and dragon like it's just a little bit up do you know what i mean i don't know yeah. i just don't see the character like i don't see the character building i don't see is it more difficult so i think you can possibly say the same for maybe like Kylie sonic love like when you're a trans woman yeah. it's kind of less of a transformation because you're just going to a heightened version of yourself whereas like there's more of a transformation when you're going from boy to a woman so maybe that's something that's holding it back Okay, so I was thinking about that because I'm like, Claire, is this opinion transphobic? Like, are you, do you have an internal bias against her? But if you think about someone, if you think about like pop performers, you think about a Beyonce versus a Sasha Fierce. There is a difference when Beyonce is in the one interview she gives a decade and when she's coming out and like doing, you know, like the albums and the performance. Like there are, there's an on and an off. Yeah. And I do think that like, even, I'm sorry, like, Willow Pill is a very specific character with a perspective. I would say maybe Cornbread, I'm like giving an unfair advantage to because I would imagine in and out of drag, it's probably a very similar personality, like big, yeah. funny. I don't think she's not making jokes yeah. like on the, yeah. on the off days. Yeah. But I do think that no, nothing, I mean, I'm sorry, but the- Well, <laughs> I, I think that like, if you're like, what the thing about one of Carrie's, thing so like with cornbread it's kind of like sense of humor is kind of like front and center top of like this is the core part mm-hmm. and then everything else kind of works out from that with Carrie it's like I'm really really hot and then yeah. it's like 
and you, that yeah. can't be the, the like the the thing you're best at you need to be really good at everything else and I think because especially with the expectations placed in her by coming in from this like drag family like it was a little bit underwhelming for me you know yeah like I don't even know that I think it has to be like a new character or anything I like I think you know with Willow Pill it is a persona yeah and I think with Cornbread it's just like a heightened version of that person but I think that like with Carrie I'm almost not even noticing any heightened like it just is a different outfit do you know what I mean like the persona isn't heightened the persona isn't like there's no magnetism like the thing that you were talking about I'm just not that interested in watching like it is she is better in a photo do you know what I mean because you're like oh she's beautiful and I like looking at her but I don't need to like hear her yeah (laughs) yeah. there's nothing that exciting (laughs) what you said earlier Claire was exactly kind of has just struck me as exactly right whether it's like Carrie out of drag is just influenced her every day. Carrie in drag is influenced from their birthday. Like that's yeah. just exactly. But don't you think that <laughs> Carrie in drag is someone you could go to dinner with and it's not necessarily, nobody at the dinner would think, oh, there's a drag queen. They would think, oh. Carrie's really a, dressed up right now. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> they think that like, you know, cornbread, I didn't like the, uh, I also didn't like the veil as hair. I, I yeah. agree that like some height would have been good, but like that's an outfit you go, oh my God, they've just come from an event. You know what yes, I mean? Yeah, and I think, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. that Carrie fur outfit with, I, don't, I feel like I've seen that in LA. I feel like because she's going for pretty. Yeah. 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 Well, then let's, let's dive more into the talent show performances. June was up first with her African dancing I, I like that's what she said I always worry about saying about African because I'm sure that's some uh. sort of particular dance that's called something more than African but anyway I like I, I had high hopes because this is the first time someone's kind of done a sort of regional dance like that on the show um but yeah it was just curse of the old headband yeah yeah I definitely thought that there I think that again I like have high hopes for the future of June Jambalaya. I'm like, I don't know that this really like blew me away, but I feel like you did see something there, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think she is naturally more talented than everybody else. Like you could see, like it was a fun dance to watch. Whereas, I mean, not to rip her again, but like Carrie, sh- she doesn't have, she's not a good dancer. Um, <laughs> who are we? Uh, Bosco, not yeah. a good dancer. Like a yeah. lot of these people cannot move their mo- bodies fluidly. Yeah. So I do think like June has the talent to execute better next time and be like a top contender. I think that like that comes through a lot sometimes with queens in, in Drag Race where <clears throat> if you have the talent and you have the ability and it's only the small details you need to fix. Like say there was a queen, Monet Exchange was on there a couple of years ago where the main consistent feedback to her was like, your looks aren't quite there. You ha- are having kind of these small mistakes and once you could fix that, she was able to really excel. So I do feel like that's probably that's probably something that June will be able to do because she has a very compelling kind of face and also just has a, a, a real, like there's, there's just such a beautiful soul in the like talking head bits. You're just like drawn in by her. So yeah, I, I like- she cried, I dance, cried. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. At the end, <clears throat> I like, I really felt that. Yeah. And then yeah. also, yeah, I feel like in the talking heads too, I feel like some people are like a little bit more captivating than others. And I feel like um, June Jambalaya just like seems like cool yeah. but she seems more timid in drag than out of drag which is a strange reverse of how the queens tend to be yeah <laughs> that's so. true such a good point it is, but like god she has the it quality that like you have yeah. to be born with she yeah, has that really. i don't yeah. know why i'm still rooting for her when she showed up in a fucking jumpsuit <laughs> like why it was an why awful I know? I still outfit believe- it was really <laughs> underwhelming like she was going she was running errands it was i know it was poochie but or Right? It was yeah, that's like it was a media yeah. poochie or something. Um yeah. I yeah. wonder if it's one of those things where it's like because it's a label, you like think it looks cool. Like, have you ever done that where you like buy something because you're just like, oh my yeah. god, this like I am like addicted to the real real, which is like a consignment website. And sometimes I'll see something and be like, oh my god, this dress is like the row and it's only like fifty dollars, and then you buy it and you're like, This sucks though. <laughs> I just like got really distracted. <laughs> I have certainly yep. done that where I've I've purchased things purely because I'm like, oh my God, from them for this? Uh, and then you, you're you staring at yourself in the mirror going like, well, this is going to sit at the bottom of my wardrobe forever. 
when there when you're chatting about bad dancers there how did you find Alyssa hunter's lip sync to to hailstrom with her which sounded like pink at the start i thought yeah i had no idea what she was singing but i liked i thought the rock and roll brought a really exciting energy mm-hmm. that was fun and different i then like as it went on i was more and more underwhelmed i feel like i was brought in by the novelty of it and then there wasn't anything beyond the novelty of it I didn't I I like but then again it was so funny because at the end of the day when I saw really like what the strengths were and the strength is like this narrative and character building I was like okay actually I think that hurt you because now I don't know who these it was like three different women up there and I do think she can do anything yeah but yeah it's not about what can you do it's about who can you be so based on other episodes that I've seen I kind of feel like she was doing like further into the season. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like most of the episodes I've seen have been far into the season where they have a challenge where someone will be like, my brand is so X, Y, Z, but our challenge is to act this other way. And I'm so like worried about it. And so I feel like she up front was trying to be like, I'm extremely versatile, but they actually didn't want to see that in the first episode. They wanted you to like be a character. And I feel like she came in with the strategy of being like, show them I can do anything, show them I'm like not just like one thing. And it's like, this is the one where you were supposed to be one thing though. And I think that that's like where she went wrong. Cause actually in the, in the very beginning when she was like, when she'd walked in and Cornbread came in and they were talking, she said, Oh, I'm a really versatile queen. I can do a bit of anything. So obviously that was on her mind. She wanted to show how she could flex into this like rock and roll kind of metal head bit. And then like back over into like hyper glam, but then also really sexy. Cause she really showed us like, like range but the problem is yeah. it didn't add up to one thing in particular it didn't it felt yeah. like different it felt like flavors of different products entirely rather than just i don't know totally. one i like that actually when you said if we're going to be seeing jump rope and we don't get a flip what's the point if you're going to do some guitar and you're not going to smash it what's the point i mean yes what? why didn't she smash the guitar that was a huge mistake yeah. <laughs> you know <Absolutely>. what? <laughs> i just watched Encanto. have you guys seen that it's the oh, not yet. Movie. no no, no. it's yeah. good but i left feeling like it was an episode of tv and not a movie because there was no real final crescendo moment and i yeah. think a lot of these talent shows lacked the crescendo mm. moment That's that's yes. why I a lot felt of, like, like they needed an audience, which sucks because of COVID that they like couldn't have yeah. that. Like, I don't know. I do think that the metal moment with like an audience there would have been a lot more powerful yeah. than just like rocking out like air guitaring. It would have given a variety of like, like I think even seeing audience reacting to some of these talents, like for some of them, it would have been really good because it would have like brought you in more. And I think hers was definitely a talent that would have benefited from that because you would have felt like, oh, I'm part of this audience. We're all here. Instead, you were kind of watching it and then you got distracted by like, why aren't you playing the guitar? Why have you said I'm going to play the guitar? And then all you do is kind of go, yeah, like basically (laughs) air guitar with the guitar. Like... (laughs) Okay. I will say one time I, I went to a pole vaulting camp in high school and oh, we had a sports wow. psychologist come and like lecture us and be like if you perform best in front of an audience when they're all cheering you're a weak athlete and if you perform your best alone when no one's looking you're a weak athlete you have to be able to deliver 100% every time regardless of the situation so that sports psychologist would actually say I'm sorry Alyssa but you needed to perform regardless <laughs> <laughs> I would judge the sense harsher than Michelle Visage. And, and that sports psychologist actually was a Ryan story. A better Ryan story. I mean, whenever there's a, a talent show, somebody always does a comedic attempt. It never really lands because it's a really short burst and they can't really build up to it. This, this, I don't know, narrative skit, like Ashley, you know, you, you do comedy. How did you think it came across and what, how could it have been better? I will say I do think especially because of the empty room aspect and everyone else using music there. This was just like a huge mistake overall and watching it. You were just like, well, she has to go home. Like I was like, there was like no doubt. And like watching this happen, like from the first moment, the outfit, the overall energy, I was just like, there's just no. I liked Orion a little bit from the beginning. I was mm-hmm. like, I think that there's some promise here. I liked the whole like Midwestern storyline. And then all of a sudden this skit happened and I was like, well, there's no doubt in my mind about who's leaving right now. You have to leave, right? They shouldn't even finish the episode. You have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
knew the minute she said skit that I went, there's like a couple words that like tick you off to somebody like, oh, you've never even tried this before. Cause no, well, here's the, don't really I use the word comedy skit when they're like funny. Have you ever heard a funny person <laughs> using comedy skit, Ashley? That's I what you're, not. that's like what like my grandpa, he'll be like, are you still doing those little skits of your, those little sketches? And I'm like, I guess there was like, put like, that in your little skit. Like, I feel like okay. there's like this ironic phase of like when you're doing comedy, when you're like a couple of years in and you like have a steady amount of shows and you, you like post a thing on Instagram to be like, come see me do my little skits on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like a, like yeah. a bit, but yeah. you don't okay, mean it. Is, okay. That's not obviously though. I'm right. And that you just didn't know. No, I you're mean, right. Very much a comedy concert, if you will. It yeah. was on the level of Okay. Che. So here's what. Ramira or whatever, Che, whoever's comedy concert. Okay. So I think. Oh, no. Here's the thing that really stressed me out is God fucking Che's comedy concert. (laughs) Okay. So I think that they were all like on Willow Pill's ass when Willow Pill was like, I'm going to do like kind of a a bit like a, a comedy act of sorts to music and they were like what the fuck are you talking about Mm -hmm. and then Orion was like I'm gonna do a skit and everyone was like right on and I was like why are we so mad at Willow and then Willow Pill had like something to like had something funny and they kept on being like I didn't understand the toaster and it's like what do you mean you don't she threw a toaster in a bathtub because quarantine sucks like what do you mean you don't get the toaster she's dead no I'm just saying about Orion I don't know I find them so compelling like I just thought it was such a unique t- like viewpoint in their drag from everything they did in this episode and look I knew that it was probably objectively the worst performance <laughs> in the talent show but I also thought it was the most tricky thing to get right and I know the show doesn't work like this but I was like I think it's like this is how low the bar is I think it's possibly the thing the bit the comedy talent show I laughed the most at across the whole franchise I think I laughed like two times aloud like normally or with no it. no with it like yeah. the, what the, the, the hostage <laughs> in the chamber or whatever like that joke was like you know the I don't know I just I felt it was the best of a really like really difficult challenge do a five minute skit in an empty room Yeah, I guess it's definitely like it was the problem is there's the most room to fail. Whereas like how bad can you fake play a guitar? Do you know what I mean? How bad can you? I thought I mean, I think it was better and riskier and braver than what Carrie did. I I think it was riskier, but I also you hate Carrie so much. Oh, my God. I think it's because she won that first challenge and then was I think it's because they thought her jumping rope was so great. I mean, seriously, it's like, what's that hops? I guess I could do hopscotch and everybody could be like, wow, you can hopscotch and lose your mouth? Amazing. Um, What was I going to say? I feel like it was not great that Willow Pill and Orion were both there at the same time because they both had that like kind of weird vibe and Willow Pill like pulled it off because I think especially the skit was bad. Like she didn't do a good job and then like there, I think that to have a whole stage to yourself and I know that they, I keep on harping on the empty room, but I feel like to have a whole stage and an empty room and then it's just you kind of walking around and talking and like the way she was like kind of in the corner of the stage too. I was like, this was just a mess. And then and then to have Willow Pill kind of like steal it. And then when they did the fashion show and Orion did that like three boob situation mm-hmm. and it was like wacky. But then Willow Pill was a little bit wacky, but so much better. Yeah. You were like, my God, it just sucks that you guys are next to each other. Mm, I don't think much. Willow Pill's final look was better. Yeah, I don't either. But I guess we'll, I get, to was- we'll, get, we'll get to that when we get to yeah, the runway. Exactly. Let's jump to Willow okay. Pill's talent show. James and I are delighted we get Enya, Irish queen of world music, got her I, moment on RuPaul. Honestly, this is, this is the highlight of my drag race watching career is having <laughs> Enya on the runway. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd, have prefer, I'd have preferred, I'd have personally gone for Aranoka Flow, but only time is also a good chance. 
<laughs> I thought it was so perfect. Enya is a kill yourself in the bath song. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, everything about this is so thought out. The details are beautiful. I love them. Yeah. It was so I compelling. Just, all right. I really, absolutely really loved it. it. I thought it was genius. It like had the perfect pacing as a comedian to do like the rule of threes, the third is the silly. I actually, my favorite all time like New Yorker cartoon is essentially that premise where it's like, is this guy like turning on the hot and cold water to get the bath temper temperature perfect. And then the last scene is him getting in with the toaster. And oh, yeah. I think yeah. that's a very funny joke. And mm. I thought she had like a great take. I thought it all synthesized very well to be like self-care is... <laughs> Killing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, like each element was in itself funny, and then they all added up to more than the sum of their parts, which is like a, technically a perfect, a perfect joke compared to what Ross, what, what Ross said to Ryan. Sorry, I need to like acknowledge this. It was as a comedian one of the meanest, meanest things I've ever heard somebody say to be like, you need to have the joke, 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 and the jokes have to land. I heard, yes. like <laughs> when I heard that I gasped I was like that is so it's not just that it wasn't funny enough it wasn't funny at all <laughs> yeah it's like listen you need to make jokes and we have to be able to tell that they're jokes yeah. <laughs> but, but I, I will mean, say con- like the way that when they were judging Willow Pill and they were like I didn't really understand what was happening at all but it kind of worked it's like what why do you guys keep saying you don't understand what's happening I thought it was so clear <laughs> I wonder that they have to say that they didn't understand what was happening so that no one can claim the show was like, you know, drifting into territory um, that might have been challenging for viewers or something like that. But I I don't know. I, I found Rue's reaction to Willow throughout the entire episode. Like, obviously, that's Rue's sort of like, Rue, the, Willow is Rue's favorite. This is the like the, the chosen one for the whole season. Now we're going to yeah. that. Willow Peel for the whole time. Mm. That made me I uncomfortable. I, I think that that actually will be one of the detrimental things that could hurt Willow. Yeah, because we hear yeah. Rue sometimes does take a liking to certain people and does come up with a catchphrase for them. But I don't think I've ever heard the catchphrase as many times in one episode. Did we hear it four or five different times? Oh like, like I was sick of it already, <laughs> and it's episode one. I mean, and it's it makes you uncomfortable. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Especially like with like, oh, you're so tiny. I don't like, I, I mean, I know that's part of the Willow Pill thing is being tiny and like kind of like a baby bimbo, but I'm yeah. like, Okay. Yeah. Also, I definitely I that, hated yeah. the catchphrase. I think yeah. that Willow Pill is too weird to react in the way that Rue would want. Like, I think Rue would want Willow to be like, I'm a Willow Like, I think that would want that, whereas Willow's like, I don't understand what's happening here. You're making yeah. us all uncomfortable. Please stop. Yeah. The final talent we haven't discussed is the winner of the challenge, Cornbread and her lip sync. Like, like lip syncs are normally ten a penny in this in this challenge, but the fact that there was only really one and it was done flawlessly, I thought it was great. And it, you know, like like Ross says, there was jokes on there and they landed like it kept building when she took out that chicken leg necklace. I mean, I hadn't seen it on around her neck up to that point. It was like perfectly timed. I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I thought that the song and like the quick little references and then the way she performed I feel like she just like takes over the stage like that mm. the opposite of I know that Orion didn't have a song so there wasn't like as much noise and like glamour but the way that I felt like Orion felt so small on the stage cornbread I was just like the whole thing is like taken like there's no room for anyone else cornbread is so great yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny that like obviously there's a Lizzo narrative through the episode because she's the guest judge and she goes to see them in the run room but it's really easy to immediately compare the sort of yeah. charisma of Lizzo to yeah. cornbread in that moment yeah absolutely yeah. I will say, if she had eaten 120 hot dogs in 60 seconds, though, I would have been more impressed. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I loved the original song. I thought it was funny. I thought it was well done. I thought, great voice. The lip sync was perfect. The movement, the charisma. But I was like, when I heard 120 hot dogs in one minute, I went, I have to see that. How? (laughs) So I do think maybe... A little, if, listen, Cornbread, if you're listening, my one suggestion for the show yeah. would be don't set our expectations so high because I was like, how could she do that? Yeah, I was, well, like, I, was, I was like, did she eat like eight at once? What is that? And I was like, and the bread or is it just like the, the breakfast? Like, are we well, using every hole? What is the math? Yeah. Ew. When, she's, when she's back for all stars, that can be your skill. That can be the, the all stars <laughs> talent show. <laughs> Um, let's jump on to the runway then so the category was signature show stopper um, 
first up was June Jambalaya with her sort of golden embossed. I, I, I thought this read quite curtainy to me. I didn't love it. Can I ask, do they have to make it themselves? No. No. This is also they just... brought from home. All right. So I was under the impression that part of being a drag queen was making your own co- costume. So in some of the challenges they do, they will have to. But for the bulk of the stuff that they're, bring, they're bringing onto the runway now, th- some of them will have sewed it. Like there's some queens who are like expert sewers and they'll have made their own costumes, but other ones will have... Uh, other queens such as June Jambalaya will have bought the stuff, which is why then when you're judging it, I suppose you're looking at the stuff that she's brought herself and you're kind of going, these are details. If you were getting an expert to make this for you, you should have had an eye for this kind of stuff that like, you know, because I was the same. I didn't like the big drapey things coming out of the Mm. corner or out of the the shoulders. There's a lot of little issues with what I didn't love. I guess then, like, I'm not, like, a big fashion person, and I feel like what what I thought was incredible was I'm like, oh, my God, what can you make? Like, I guess here's where Orion shines, and I feel sad that that was obviously a handmade costume with a vision and a story, and I'm like, I don't care what you bought. This is more impressive to me. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought June looked, I like to see June beautiful. I was happy, like, after the underwhelming opening number. Yes. I felt like, oh, look, she looks beautiful stunning like she was at the emmys but i yeah. i don't know i don't know what's impressive about she looked it was stunning but like yeah definitely like generically beautiful you know what i mean yeah. where you're like i don't know what would you like it is like what you would wear on a red carpet to just like be like be fancy yeah like it didn't mm. feel like a signature of any personality it felt like a signature True. of like you have to dress up for this event so like what's your what's your nicest costume yeah. you know yeah 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 that's true yeah i guess i don't i guess although i like june I'm not entirely sure of her character yet, but I guess that will come out. Like, is she glamour? Is she more banji? Like, it's, it's, I don't know. I'm not really sure yet. Uh, Bosco was next with her sort of Dita Von Teese, Mugler, Demon, Devil. It kind of tied in nicely, I think, to the entrance look, but it was also like, is it going to be horns every week? I don't know. I guess I kind of like that as I, like, I felt like there's such a through line and I appreciate like True. I did want from this episode I want an introduction to who this persona is yeah. and I felt the mm. consistency I thought it was like from a fashion view stunning like I did get the new I got the Mugler reference or whatever I love I like a what this one <laughs> Muggler Muggler Mugler Mugler <laughs> <Mugler. laughs> Alyssa gave us like a rose gold, my fair lady look. Like I thought it, it from head to toe, like I thought it, it was really, really polished look. But yeah, I guess I, I get the point of the judges, which is we still haven't worked out who you are yet. But I think if this had come later on, I think it would have hit better. And for a different yeah. runway challenge, because I feel with this, like this is this was meant to be show us your signature look and you're basically taking a reference from a movie that like, mm. is, you know, it kind of it does confuse things. And when they've previously just seen you in a load of bondage gear, pretending to play guitar, and then your, your kind of like walk-in look was sort of like a Shakira stage costume. Like it doesn't really tell me much about kind of who you overall are. It did look beautiful. And for a different runway, I think they would have been obsessed with it. But just in yeah. this case, I just it didn't fit the brief. Yeah, it's possible that maybe they had something else planned because they kind of felt that their guitar didn't go down too well. They were like, let's pull out the big guns with the, with yeah. the My Fair Lady look. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I do feel like, and this is, I, I don't want to like penalize her for being too good at what she does, but I feel the same way about her that I feel about like Architectural Digest Homes, which is like, well, yeah, if I had an interior designer and a billion dollars, I could do that. Like there's, some, yes. there's just no, pers- <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I, I just, there's something where it's so well high executed, but with no, humanity yes. I feel like that's the thing I I feel like I liked her in the like the what do you call it the talking head things better as well because yeah. I want her to stick around because I feel like she's mean like I was I mm. loved that like already she's like taking shots at Willow Pill she's there were a couple others where I was like this is episode one and you are literally taking shots at every single person it's I do think that if she maintained that persona of when she showed up of just like almost like wonder like the island that Wonder Woman's from if she was like the queen of that island and like in everything I do Mm. I'm like the most beautiful like Amazonian just like I'm vicious and I'm a perfectionist and I'm the top of the line and I'm like ice cold if she could have pulled that through yeah absolutely that would have been perfect yeah Yeah. because in her in her promo look she's wearing like you know, that, like she's wearing boots and, and kind of like shoulder pads and she's kind of wearing a similar thing, that tribal whenever, wherever look that you're talking about as well. So yeah, and that kind of has become her staple. 
And you have like Hunter in the name. And I feel like the first one was like obviously Huntery. And then the final look was like feathery. So I guess it's like fancy, like mm. whatever. Like, but I think the pray. middle one. It went from Hunter to Prey. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that like animal like vibe. It yeah. just like broke in the middle with the glam thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The glam true. rock like wasn't it. I don't Didn't know. Work. Uh, Claire, your favorite Carrie was up next. She gave us the Leo the Lion fur coat and the and the chain of K's. I really liked this. Oh, see, to me, it read Shan. <laughs> <laughs> Dolls kill. I don't know. There's just something so most beautiful girl in LA Instagram to me. And I guess that to me is the problem is her brand, her drag persona is 1 million followers on Instagram. And it's not doing it for me. It's boohoo representative. It's mm-hmm. I, it's just something that I'm saturated with every single day. If she was the first one of that kind that I'd ever seen, I'd be like, holy shit, look at her. Yeah. But I'm like, I can right now on my phone pull up 100 carry possibles. Yeah, yeah. I was I like I liked the lines the lines in the shoulder showed me that there's like maybe a bit more of a camp aesthetic that could come out because I think that's what you want to see leaned into and it'd be exciting to see yeah if they if if Kerry can kind of like give more personality in in like acting and comedy challenges and if we get a more dynamic kind of performance in in other stuff so I'm excited to see what they do next but I, I was underwhelmed overall and the look was only kind of okay for me Yeah, I feel like Carrie needs to like, okay, there was this TikTok that this girl fluently forward made that we know who was talking about why Madison Beer can't succeed in music, where she's like, Madison Beer can't be ugly, which is like, it was like this whole thing of like, if you pause any of her music videos, like she's so afraid to like in any still moment appear not perfect, that she like cannot be successful because you're like, what the fuck is this like computer generated perfection? And I feel like Carrie is also afraid to be ugly. And like, obviously drag is like about this like glamour and this beauty and whatever. But I feel like you have to be able to like kind of take a joke and like make a weird face to to like convey an emotion. And like Carrie is never going to make a weird face. Mm, she's yeah. like always trying to be the most beautiful and it like isn't fun yeah yeah we need to see goofiness yeah 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 absolutely uh, like she's not in on any joke she's just like <laughs> beautiful <laughs> ryan was up next with their red and white polka dot three breasts and barbarella uh again I, I i just thought this was really fresh and unique like it was a bit batshit it was a bit out of the box it wasn't the highest glamour but it was it was signature i thought yeah it was memorable. It was like cohesive. I didn't super get it, but I was like, mm. it's something. Yeah. It's okay. Do you know what the problem you did was? It yourself. Okay. Well, here's the issue: is it's because it didn't work because the first joke, the talent show, didn't work because I feel like that outfit was like a reminder that like she's funny and quirky and then you're like wait we just saw you be so not funny this is just like a reminder that you're not funny (laughs) (laughs) like I feel like if the talent show had worked we would have been like oh my god this is genius but because the first joke didn't land the second joke can't land we had no I have to say something that I think threw it off for me was when she was like this is a mushroom look and she like threw off the top and there was breasts underneath and I was like I don't know what we're referencing yeah <laughs> I just, about I was how... like, is that a, a mushroom thing do mushrooms have three breasts like I was just like yeah. <laughs> I guess I didn't I was like it's wacky top to bottom but I don't know if it's like everything is crazy or like there's like a, a punchline I'm missing yeah I, I, I felt like I was missing either. something I like thought it was sort of weird and like Whoville or something in some of like the patterns and stuff and then the three breasts just didn't really make any sense in the outfit like we've seen three breasts on better before by other queens too true Uh, yeah yeah i mean i just wish she hadn't said the word mushroom because that really sent me down a rabbit hole of like okay so what am i missing like why i think it was just because he was a fun guy (laughs) 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 all right let's move on to cornbread someone who could have told that joke better uh I didn't love this. I, I, when Michelle said it kind of squashed her, I thought that made sense. It kind of didn't proportionize her the best because it was like there was long leg and there was long arms and small head. Like, I think it's funny that she wore something very similar to Lizzo because you can kind of compare. Lizzo had the really big hair, which I think elongated her and the cut was better. So I think that was just unfortunate of who else was in the room. 
Do you know yeah. what I was thinking of is if she had put on big hair, I feel like it would have made the outfit look very generic. Okay. Like it yeah. wouldn't have felt like a personality to wear like kind of just like a sexy silvery dress with big hair. I would have been like, all right, pretty. Yeah. But I feel like because I mean, I don't think the proportions work, but I also feel like that the veil thingy is what made the outfit. Yeah, I I agree with you. And also like um, I, I've been reading and looking into for, for a thing I'm doing in a while about um, how bigger contestants and plus size contestants get treated in Drag Race. And one of the things that people kind of say is that often the bigger queens are told like, you know, wear a big wig to try and balance it out. So you get that. And it's like, well, actually kind of what she did by not was celebrating her like, you know, big mm. shape and kind of like, this is what I am. Like she literally said, like she was, she's like, I'm fat and I'm black. I just had another word that I can't remember what it was, but like she, she was very much like she was and owning. And uncomfortable. Yes. Fat, black and uncomfortable. And she was owning all three of those on the runway in that way. And I think that like, I loved the, the kind of veil thing. I thought it was like different. It's something we haven't really seen on the runway before. And I, I think, think it kind of amplified and showed her size in a way that was really just like, look at this enormous chunk of, amazing woman like I, I yeah mean, yeah because that's true She's the feedback comfortable like yeah. the feedback <laughs> of the feedback of like wear bigger hair is to be like to make yourself look like like the more ideal shape which is yeah. like I don't know maybe that's not her ideal shape and like why do we have to have her think that but yeah I do think that if she had just worn big hair it would have been like a boring look yeah yeah I mm-hmm. do wonder if she decided bit... sorry, go oh, sorry it was a bit Rihanna meets King Arthur i wonder though if she was like oh i've seen what lizzo's wearing for this so i'm gonna wear something that looks like that now i wonder if that was like a last minute decision to pull the like lizzo look out of the (laughs) out of the wardrobe Um, amazing to see like what star quality is though because there's something like she could come out in whatever but she's the one you want to watch oh completely yeah yeah, yeah. also Absolutely. I like love that moment when Lizzo was like you're a star and then Cornbread started crying because I was like I do feel like to have someone who like you look like she was saying like I'm kind of like I'm the top Lizzo impersonator or whatever like I crowned myself but then I feel like to have that person like shout in your face like you're the best I would yes. be like what <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, finally then was Willow Pill she gave us like dark blue denim with a kind of lime green but there was it was kind of more yellowy as well spandex I thought this was a big old miss for me I didn't get it I, I like loved it too. I, <laughs> I enjoyed the the weirdness of it, it like it, yeah it felt like kind of a troll doll sort of look I I don't know I I yeah I I really liked it it felt like Y2K emo kid to me <laughs> and I like loved it <laughs> I think like um willow pill i'm gonna start calling her little pill by accident because I, <laughs> I felt like i feel like Will, willow pill's strength is not playing to the traditional ideals of like what makes a great drag queen that she's like i'm i'm doing like performance art all the time in drag and i with this look i saw her a little bit like giving up what she knows she's good at to try yeah. to play the game of it. And I like with the entrance with the flip-flops that she got shit for those flip-flops, but those flip-flops made the fucking outfit. She is a perfect combo of Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton. She is mm-hmm. the yeah. simple life as one. And I think the more she can stay true to herself and not get like put up, pushed off path by what normally wins in these things, like the better she'll do. I just thought, like you said, the entrance looked told us more about her than the runway look, I thought, because there was so much detail, angels spelt incorrectly, like so the funny. flip-flops, that I was expecting that level of detail in the runway look, but I was like, what are you actually telling me that you like out there colours? So, Claire, did you agree with the with the judges' critiques? Did Cornbread deserve to win? Would you have put Carrie in the bottom? I would have put Carrie in the bottom, but the, I, I, like, I, I think what part, what makes me mad at Carrie is watching the judges fawn over her. It was the fact that she won that first challenge. I thought that that was unreasonable. It was the fact that they were like, wow, you're jump rope. I mean, truly, if you are listening and you've never seen a 10 year old girl jump rope, Google it because mm-hmm. this was, this, it was just awful. And I, I like, I feel like we're watching like a beautiful, like pretty privileged nepotism baby soar and I won't stand for it. Yeah. <laughs> Cornbread was the winner for sure. And I think we all agree that June 
beat Orion in the lip sync reasonably, Bully. notably. Yeah. Can I say my my synopsis that I've just been thinking of right now? Okay. I feel like the difference between June and Orion is Orion hides behind her mask and drag. And I think that that's what we were saying. Like the weirdness, the comedy. Yeah. It's mm. like, it's something she can hide behind. Whereas June, you watched embody like that persona. And like, you know what I mean? I feel like you feel like a melding of like one superstar and yeah. she's not where she needs to be yet, but there's like a wholeness to her and there's like a compelling persona. Like you want to feel that someone's comfortable in their skin and being larger than life. Yes. But with Orion, you see somebody trying to become another person and I don't think you should be able to see that yeah and I think, like, yeah like June embodied the lyrics of that song whereas I felt Orion just stood there and gave us like peace fingers going sideways across our face like you know that was <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like when uh June did the knee slide from like the back of the stage because I was like why is she keep going so far back that's like not you know what I mean? Like go to the mm. front of the stage, yeah. like stop going far back. But then when she did the knee slide, I was like, oh, she needs it more. Yeah. I, that's like a risky <laughs> move. I feel like if you're like, she wasn't dressed to knee slide. She was just like, I'm going to fucking break a kneecap right now. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, exactly. I did, <laughs> think, I did feel sorry for, I did feel sorry for poor uh, Orion when the like fabric had all wrapped around their foot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like sabotage. <laughs> I like the the hair reveal, the wig reveal. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was good. a good, a good passionate good. moment. But that was yeah. the only one, though, the only passionate mm. moment. Uh, so that's episode one. Claire, will you be watching the rest of the season? Yeah, I think I will because I'm really like, in, like, can I say I want to see June succeed? <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna lie. I like, I like cornbread. Like, I do feel like now that I have such like bold opinions I need to make sure that the world comes around to my side yeah like, okay. I don't want them to win I want to win and being correctly opinionated and Ashley will you this be the first full season you watch yeah I want to watch this season I feel like I never watch it because I always start so late that I'm like I don't even know who anyone is and they're all established so I'm so happy that we watched the first episode because now I'm like in it Claire yes. we should go to tailgate and watch it so you guys host Celebrity Member Book Club, which when I heard, like is a podcast idea, which is just absolutely brilliant. I don't know how anyone else yeah. hasn't thought of it. As soon as I heard oh, the premise, are- I was like, I have to listen to it. Oh, there is more, is there? But- yeah, but we well, hate that. You're the best. The best. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you cover such great books and you're doing such great detail. I listen with like my producer hat on. And I'm like, how do they like tag team this book so well? And such like the Emily Radikowski book you did recently was was fantastic. So tell people Thank where they can you. find it and, and how you describe the book. Um, they can find us wherever they get podcasts, like Apple, Spotify, we're everywhere. It's Celebrity Memoir Book Club. Um, we're the first one that pops up. It's we're blue, we're purple, Claire and Ashley. And then we're on TikTok Celebrity Memoir Book Club. We're on Instagram Celebrity Memoir Book Club. And we're on Twitter, CNBC underscore, underscore podcast. podcast but we're mostly on tiktok and instagram mm. yeah super cool well uh thank you so much for coming on and i look forward to hearing the rest of your opinions throughout the season just send us little voice messages on instagram yeah, yes, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> i feel like i've with shows like this that feel like they've been around for so long i'm always like much like double dutch done at its best i'm always scared to jump in yeah. <laughs> like a perfect excuse to like bite the bullet <laughs> After this episode, you text me to say this was a 10 out of 10 episode. I did, and I, I stand by that. I'm I, I, un, Unlike my traditional um, kind of flip-flats here, there, and everywhere, changing my mind, really enjoyed it. Every element, I actually, like, it felt much more streamlined than the opening episodes the last while have been because, you know, mm. we haven't had that, like, double runway thing. I liked going back to the to the photo shoots. I, I felt like the smaller group did let us get to know people a bit better. I'm, I'm genuinely quite excited now to see what this season is going to is going to bring. Like, I found it difficult, even though Orion was the obvious to go home, I did find it difficult kind of being like, oh, I don't know who's going to go up against them. Like, and as even the, even the, the talents that like perhaps took a little bit of shade in uh, in the, the episode, jump roping, uh, I, I did think we're kind of like, you know, if you put them into the pantheon of talents we've seen thus far, in the RuPaul talent show, I was like, this was the most varied and interesting talent show I think we've had. Oh, interesting. Cause I didn't, I, I agree it was varied, but I don't think I'd come back to any of these talent show performances. I didn't think they were up there. Apart Maybe, from Cornbread. I mean, Cornbread was definitely good, but um, 
It was definitely the best, the Hers and, Hers and Willows, but I don't know. I didn't, I thought it was like a 7 out of 10 episode. But I'm looking forward to the next batch of 7, the, the Duds episode. Yeah. <laughs> the Pork Chop Lounge episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but to see how they fare, because of course, like, we're just basing our opinions off like a talking head. It's all going to change next week. So, um, yeah. yeah. And Alicia Keys, I think that's, she's going to be really fun to see what energy she brings to it. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sitting here and I'm ready for the season to unfurl in front of us uh thank you as always for listening and welcome back if you are a regular listener it's good to have you on board with us for season 14 um head over and check out celebrity member book club like i said one of my favorite podcasts and the girls are hilarious we're also on instagram at sissy.pod um hit us up there tell us your opinions did you who did you like did you think carrie's skipping is the best thing you've seen all year maybe uh we'll be back with you next monday for the next episode of drag race us season 14 and there'll be another episode of the work group out pretty soon too we'll talk to you then see you love you bye bye This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.